Yo, what it do? And welcome to the Jungle Podcast with your host, Shabana. And uh, what's this? Episode 5, I believe. Episode 5, I believe. You know, and I'm um, sorry for not being able to post on the um, YouTube. I don't know what's going on. Like, I've been trying to... I've been uploading on Anchor, this app called Anchor. Like, all my episodes is on Anchor. But I try to uh, put my episodes you know, on YouTube for for more listeners that don't have the Anchor app to listen to the podcast. But I don't know, man. It's 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 been hard. It's been hard uh putting the four audios on YouTube. I don't know, I'm gonna figure it out. But hopefully I can get this full audio on YouTube successfully so y'all can listen. But man, first off, man, what a week, man. It's been an interesting week this week. You know, we got the Drake Pusha T beef ending. The finals, Golden State pretty much doing what everybody expected Golden State to do. Uh, 6 9 and the shot rack. Like, yeah, man. There's a lot of shit that's been going on this week, man. It's, um, it's popping right now. This this week's been popping. Uh, First of all, let, let me uh start by thanking y'all for listening and tuning in. You know, I always gotta thank y'all. You know, I ain't that type of nigga. You know, we not big yet. We still low-key, but you feel me? No matter how big I get, I'm gonna always thank the supporters, no matter how small or how big it is. But good looks for y'all, and good looks, man. But, yeah, man. You know, this week, this week, man, pretty good, pretty smooth, you know. Let's just get started, man. First thing I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. I forgot, man. DMV local shit for the DMV. Man, cute the fool. <laughs> Red shooters. Getting her rich and little dude. And, um, what's the other little nigga name? Fucking, ah, what was that nigga name? Psst, the nigga nobody fuck with. Who got his ass beat out here in VA. Uh, little dude. It's little dude. And, uh, what's that? What? Uh, Gunu, Gunu, that's his name. That little Gunu, yeah. So first off, let me talk about let's 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 talk about the finals real quick. Let's get let's 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 talk about that real quick. First off, you know, Golden State playing crazy right now. Steph Curry showing that he about to be Finals MVP right now. He he doing incredible numbers, breaking Ray Allen, former Celtic. Shout out to the Celtics, former uh, Celtic Ray Allen's record three point um, record in the finals, which was previously eight. Steph beat it and got to nine, and you know. Going to stay playing pretty good, you know. But me being a Celtics fan and knowing what I know, I, I knew it was going to happen like that because, you know, LeBron can do only so much. You know, he had 51 game one, and they should have won that if it wasn't for George Hill missing the free throw and JR <laughs> doing some dumbass shit. But that's neither here or there. But, I mean, tonight, today's Wednesday, so this probably going to come out tomorrow. But tonight's game... Game three at Cleveland, so we gonna see how they act. You know, hopefully they get the dub. By the time this come out, you know they the results go come in. So, I mean, it's looking kind of slim for LeBron. I mean, depending on Golden State, you know, if Golden State could get one in Cleveland, oh yeah, the series is over. It ain't going past five. But I'm thinking it might be a sweep. And then I'm hearing rumors that Ron might be is talking to the Celtics, the 76ers, and the Rockets. 
So we go see how that goes. But I doubt he goes to Boston. You know, Kyrie don't want to play with him. Kyrie left not to play with him. You know, not necessarily like that. But you know, he just wanted his own team basically. But I mean, we go see, man. Let's let's see what happens though. But finals been interesting so far. KD been stepping it up a little bit. You know, Clay, Draymond, they've been you know. But as for Braun, he just you know he don't got he don't got that much help besides Kevin Love and. That's about it. The rest of the supporting cast, they ain't really doing what they supposed to do, you know. So, hopefully he can get that jumping and stuff. But, you know, all I know is this year, this this NBA offseason is going to be a big one. We're going to see a lot of moves, a lot of trades, especially Braun being a free agent. So, we're going to see what happens with that. But, yeah, so... Next thing we're going to get into is the Drake Pusha T shit, man. Now... I had did an episode, which is on Anchor. If y'all want to get the Anchor app, or you follow me on Twitter, follow the Jungle Podcast on Twitter. I post all my uh, podcasts on there. It's on Anchor. But, you know, I had talked about the Pusha T, Drake beef. And, I, you know, I talked about how Pusha got him with that <laughs> story of Adonis. But, or Adion, story of Adion. So, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, man. It got so bad that Jay Prince had to come in. And stop the whole thing, man. I mean, I, I was kind of... Everybody was anticipating on the wait to see what Drake had. Supposedly, they said Drake had some fire that could have really ended Kanye's career and get pushed out the way, too. And I, and I heard, allegedly, Lil Wayne was on it, too. I don't know how true that is, but... Yeah, I heard Wayne was on it and that they was going to get... that. You know, they was in the process of releasing it to... Jay Prince told Drake, you know, not to do it. And for those that don't know about Jay Prince, that's an icon right there. You know, he's the founder of Rap-A-Lot Records down in Houston. Like, he really was one of the first pioneers for that Southern rap. You know, he influenced a lot of Southern pioneers as in, you know, Birdman and you got Master P, you know. So, you know, he was one of the first ones to have his own record label down south, you know, and he, that's not the first time he tried to stop beefs, you know, even back in the day, back in, um, the Biggie days and shit, he tried to warn Diddy and Big about being in LA when Biggie died, you know, so he, he, he really has been about his stopping this beef shit, but the thing about Jay Prince, a lot of people don't know, that's the type of dude, like, you don't fuck with Jay Prince, like, you don't fuck with Jay Prince. And a lot of people want to say why him and Drake, probably don't know why him and Drake are so, like, close. But, you know, Jazz Prince, Jay Prince's son, discovered Drake, actually. And Jazz Prince used to chill with Wayne. So when he used to chill with Wayne, he seen a video of Drake spitting. So, you know, he basically gave Wayne the tape of Drake. And, you know, at first, Wayne ain't like it. But then when they showed him a verse of Drake spitting on the Millie, that's what caught Wayne's attention. And same thing for Jay Prince. Like, he ain't really like him at first. But once he heard more from Drake and heard about the buzz Drake was getting at the time in Toronto back in 07, you know, they decided to, you know, tell Wayne about him. And Wayne eventually signed him and... You know, and the reason why Jay Prince ain't signed him because at the time Jay Prince was more on the boxing promoting and things of that nature. Another story about Jay Prince is he managed Floyd Mayweather for four years and Floyd left his management team. 
Because Jay Prince had goons over there fucking with Floyd's right-hand man, Leonard Ellaby, who's also a D.C. He's a D.C. native of Northeast. But, you know, Floyd left his management team because, yeah, Jay Prince ain't a nigga you want to fuck with, to be honest. Like, he got goons. Like, he really, if you look if you look at all them Southern rappers and all the old heads and you ask about Jay Prince, oh, yeah, he a goon. Like, he real crazy. Like, he... Nigga, you don't go over Jay Prince's word. Like, if you tell Jay Prince you go do something, you better do it. Like, Drake, he ain't gonna drop that. He ain't gonna drop no diss song because, you know, Jay Prince, he really got notoriety, you know? He's good friends. He was good friends with GD, founder Larry Hoover, you see? And GD's Gangsta Disciples out Chicago. So, like, you feel me? Jay Prince got connections, and he got a book coming out. And, um, you know, I'm interested to uh, read that book, but I'm, I like, you know, I like leaders like that, you know, niggas that ain't had nothing, but made a foundation for themselves, you feel me? Because it's just like, all the odds is, is against them, so it's like, come on, man, you gotta respect that, like, he's like the Jay-Z of the South, kinda, as far as starting his own, not matter of fact, I'm not even gonna say Jay-Z, he was... He was a Dame Dash at his prime in the South. Only thing about the difference between him and Dame Dash is, you know, Jay Prince still has rap a lot records, and Jay Prince, I think I would have to say, had, I would have to say he had more success than Dame Dash. Only reason why is because the longevity of Jay Prince being able to keep rap a lot, because rap a lot started back in the late '80s. And, I mean, it's still alive today, but his son, Jazz Prince, runs rap a lot. And, you know, and even Biggie shouted it, um, Jay Prince out in the rap, you know, not from Houston, but I rap a lot. Took the gat a lot, you know, Flavin' Yeah remix. So, yeah, Jay Prince really, he been, he been in this game for a minute. So, yeah, that beef, you know, the beef between him and um, Drake and Pusha, you know, it ended. But, yeah, man, I mean... It is what it is. I mean, I guess Drake might leave a little. I'm guessing that when Drake album drop later this month, he gonna leave a little subliminals, but he ain't gonna really say what he really had in that diss track. But I mean, Pusha, I give it to Pusha, man. VA native. He from he from VA. He from seven five seven. That's Virginia Beach, Norfolk area. But you know he you know he really he was really the only nigga to really shut Drake down, kind of like. On some real shit. But, I mean, we see what happened, though. We see what happened moving forward with Drake and Pusha. You know, Pusha getting a lot of buzz with all this. He even doing concerts. And, you know, it's crazy. It's like, man, all them fans that was with Drake when he dropped that Duppy Freestyle, they turned on that nigga so fast, talking about some fuck Drake, fuck Drake. Like, a lot of niggas be there for the clout, man. Yeah, they be, be, they be there for the clout, like... They will switch up on niggas just just so quick. Like niggas don't don't have no loyalty to these artists. That's that's the thing, man. And with social media, it's like it's quick for niggas to flip on you. So it's just like, yeah, man. Ain't ain't no loyalty with when it comes to these artists, man. Unless you a die hard fan, like artists like Jay Z, like Jay Z artist um fans ain't gonna flip on him. Beyonce fans like they ain't gonna flip. Rihanna fans, they ain't go flip, you know, like, it's some die-hard ones, but, and, I mean, even for Drake, it's not, you know, it's, it's a few die-hard fans for Drake that ain't really flip, you know, that real support, that support him, but a lot of, a lot of fans really just switch, like, just cause of the clout, 
Like, what's popping? What's the topic? Like, you know, so it is what it is with that. We in the social media era, you know, every everybody wants to be a troll or, or, or want clout. And speaking about trolls, let's talk about this 6ix9ine Chief Keith situation, man. Like, 6ix9ine out here really trolling, and he fucking with the wrong one. He trying to fuck with Chief Keith and the whole Chicago scene. You know, he fucking with G Herbo, too. Talking about some fuck you or suck my dick. Commenting on a picture of G Herbo and then disrespecting the Chicago gangs, BD, all that shit. He trying to really disrespect them niggas and really troll Chicago. Like, hey man, 6ix9ine, that ain't the thing to do, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. These these niggas in Chicago, like when it comes to that that gang shit, they rip like that's really all they got, and they go hard for that shit. Like picture you not ha- like picture you not really having like I know with some people out there that's not really close with like probably not close with family or don't you know probably been in worse situations. Just picture you having a tie to a gang, and that's all. Like you will kill anybody for that gang. Like, anybody for that gang. Like, he really disrespecting niggas. And some niggas in them Chicago gangs, like, Amon Shepard said on Breakfast Club, which I just seen. Go check that out. Amon Shepard is a funny-ass nigga. But Amon Shepard, he from Chicago, he said it's people that really worship. Like, they take this that gang shit in Chicago like a religion. And this nigga 6ix9ine trolling, trying to disrespect all the, the gang culture out there in Chicago. And then... Him and Sosa beef, like, you know, Sosa got shot out, shot at this weekend. He was in New York. He got shot at in New York. And Takashi tried to play it off. Like, he don't know. He don't know, like, who did it. And me talking about some, you know, he's a fan of Chief. Keep trolling. Like, I give it to 6ix9ine. I see what he's trying to do. Because he's trying to really play with Sosa. Do all that shit. And if anybody retaliates at 6ix9ine, the first person they go look at is Sosa. And it's going to achieve keep. It's going to incriminate Chief Keith. So he know what he doing when he dissing all these niggas. Because he does it on social media. So when he does it on social media, no, like you can't do nothing about it. Cause once you try to retaliate at six nine, the feds is gonna know exactly who did it because of him acting up and and disrespecting, you know, Chief Keith disrespecting all the Chicago people. But I mean, I don't wish nothing bad on nobody. But six nine, I just think somebody gotta humble him real live. Like they gotta really humble him. Because he really think he untouchable out here. I mean, and that's the thing. Sometimes it be like it be people be thinking they can't be touched. It's like, hey, bro, a bullet, <laughs> a bullet don't give a fuck how you feel. It's going to hit you. You feel me? It's going to put a hole through your body and you go, you just like any other man. You go bleed. <laughs> you feel me? And I'm not saying that to say that somebody should shoot him or somebody should kill him because I don't condone that type of shit. You know, hip hoppers came a long way from all that, that type of shit, all the killings and shit. You know, you ain't hear the artists get shot in a minute for real. And not saying we wish that, but 6ix9ine playing with fire. And a lot of times, you reap what you sow. That's that's just a saying that, you know, I was accustomed to growing up. You reap what you sow, and that's a real fact. Like, you really reap what you sow. You keep trying to provoke motherfuckers. It's going to be a nigga that don't give a fuck. He do the time. 
Cause you know why? When he do that time, he gonna get that rep. That rep when he get locked up. Like yeah, nigga, I shot that nigga, and niggas go respect him. Cause not a lot of niggas is respecting six nine. Like, I mean, a lot of his fans is more of the younger generation. Like, I mean, me personally. <clears throat> Like, when he was on Breakfast Club and stuff, like, I was like, yo, like, I, I feel what he's saying. Like, a lot of people start shit with him, and, you know, like, you know, when he just doing what he do, like, he's trying to be different and whatnot. But now it's just, like, my whole mindset has changed over 6 9 because it's just, like, I feel like the more successful he, he gets, the more that that nigga feel like he could just say what he want, do what he want. He think them niggas is going to ride with him regardless. That Treyway nigga, all them niggas, like, that one old-ass bald head nigga in the back. Like, come on, Sean, you, like, 40, bro. You hang around with a nigga that's, like, 20. Oh, like, come on, Sean. Like, you got kids and shit, but that's either here or there, but. I'm just saying, 6 9 better be careful, bruh. Because them Chicago niggas, they really, you feel me? Like, if you don't know about JoJo, you know, shit. They got that nigga out the way. And then even even Chief Keith, he done lost, he done lost family. Blood money. You know, Fredo ain't died off no, no gun violence. But, you know, that lean. And then he lost his other cousin. His other uh, cousin. You know? So... He got, uh, like, it's niggas in Chicago, they don't give a fuck. They know one thing, one way, and that's that gun talk. They don't even do that internet shit, bruh. They don't. All they know is that pistol. They get that pistol as a wrap. It's over for you. So, 6 9 bruh, he probably not going to hear this because we, we so small of a podcast and so small of a, you feel me? We not that big yet, but if he do get to hear this, hey, bruh. You gotta be safe out there, bro. You gotta, you gotta think smart. You over here trying to get get attention and, and be trolling and shit, bro. You gotta relax, bro. Stick to your money. You a father. You got a daughter. You gotta relax, bro. Over here feeling like you untouchable. The niggas that think they untouchable do end up getting touched. You gotta be on the humble. But hey, bro, he got the bread. He got seven hits. In the billboard, so I I can't really say shit. I'm just a college student trying to get a little podcast up, so I really can't say shit. You feel me? But I can speak my opinion at the end of the day. That's what I'm gonna do. But I'm nobody special for the nigga to listen to. So it is what it is. Now let's get to the local talk, DMV shit. Now, man, cute fool, rich shooters, you know, don dollars. And Fat Max and them, <laughs> Rich Shooters, <laughs> them niggas really got that nigga Hood Rich Pablo, bro. They jumped that man Hood Rich Pablo, son of L.A. And Gunu and, and, and Lil Dude supposedly was there, but they ain't want no smoke, you know. But, hey, man, Q. and But Q wasn't there, though. For everybody that think Q was there, Q wasn't there. It was his niggas, you know, them Rich Shooters, his, his men. They they got that shit out the way, you know. OG dollars and um, you know them them big don niggas like you know I don't know the specifics, but you know them niggas, you know Fat Max, you know if you from the area, you 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 probably know the story, so you know. But yeah, they got that man, you know that man, Harris Pablo out the way. Now me personally, I wasn't like I know a lot of people in the DMV area and you know Atlanta because Harris Pablo not from the DMV, he from Atlanta. He signed with Gucci. That's Gucci's artists, and they got their little, they little shit, they little group, and um, you know, little dude and the Gunu, they, 
they with her, Rich Pablo, with that, um, and that shit, they got their little label thing, and, um, supposedly they got dropped, but I heard, according to DMV News, Hoods and News, shout out to that nigga, I fuck with DMV Hoods and News heavy, dog. hey, DMV Hoods and News, man, keep doing what you doing, bro, keep doing what you doing, I seen this shit, he was talking about Zach TV, and academics, I agree with you 100%, bro. I agree with you 100%, bro. But I'm telling you, DMV Hoods and News, keep doing what you're doing, bro, because you're doing it for the DMV, bro. We don't have many, we never really had many outlets, bro. Like, look at the radio. Like, we don't have interviews like that. Like, the radio don't support local artists as much as, you know, other cities do. Like, Atlanta, New York, you feel me, LA. So, DMV Hoods and News, man, you keep doing what you doing, bro, for real. Don't let no, nothing stop you, bro. I, I fuck with cuz heavy, like, he real, he funny too, so I fuck with her DMV hoods and news, and shout out to him, cause my first fucking episode of the podcast, he shared it, you feel me, 22 year old little nigga from VA, you know, he shared it, and he always come out VA, and give VA a voice, like I'ma always say, so I'ma always rock with DMV hoods and news, he from the city too, and he come out VA, and he gives us a platform and a voice, I'ma always say that, so I, I fuck with DMV hoods and news for real, but back to the story though, uh, Q the Fool, Q the Fool and, uh, not even Q the Fool, Rich Shooters, the niggas got her Rich Pablo out the way, cause you already know the beef with Gunu and Lil Dude, they did a lot of rapping on Twitter, and did a lot of pump faking and shit, and, and that's what they, they known for, even, uh, Lil Dude, he, he beefing with Go Glizzy, like, come on, bro, like, they do a lot of perping on the internet, but when it, it seems, and I don't know them personally, but it seems like when it's time for action, you feel me? They they be overwhelmed. But you got to understand, back to that, you reap what you sow. If you go talk a lot of shit on social media, you got to keep that same, that same energy when you outside. Because it's just like, niggas just go remember that. Like, when you outside and you see somebody physically, it's not like you behind the computer or behind the phone on the app. Like, you got to understand that it's consequences to your actions. You over here... Disrespecting certain niggas on on, on on Twitter and on social media, you gotta understand that it's gonna be some repercussions to your to your decisions. So it's just it is what it is with that though. But Hubbard's Pablo son, damn, they fuck cuz up, nigga. He was looking like a whole Simpson character with his busted ass lip. I was like, damn, son. They was like he couldn't even fight and all that. Like like I said, I don't personally listen to Hubbard's Pablo, you know, like he not, I, I be hearing some people say, like, if you fuck with Q, you should fuck with Hubbard, I don't, nah, nigga, to me, I, I, I think Q and Hubbard's Pablo are way different, like, yeah, they talk about something similar, but Q, his energy and his feed is, like, way different compared to Hubbard's Pablo, in my opinion, so, I wouldn't say that Hubbard's you know, compared to Q. To be honest, I, I I think Q better than her, Rich, in my opinion. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, he's sucking. He's sucking Q dick. Ah, uh, nah, none of that. It's just Q, you feel me? Like, Q the fool, like, if you really want to look at DMV artists, like, besides, okay, so for DMV artists, right? And I mean, if you ain't from the DMV, you might as well just end the podcast now because we now talking about DMV rap scene. The DMV rap scene, alright, now, Wale, I'll give it to Wale, Wale did start the whole rapping thing in the DMV, 
But the thing about Wale, not a lot of people really like like how New York is with Jay-Z, Jay-Z from Brooklyn and this whole everybody from Brooklyn fuck with Jay-Z. If you don't fuck with Jay-Z, you from Brooklyn, niggas gonna look at you funny. Like like what I'm saying is for artists, majority where they're from, the whole city is behind them a hundred percent. Cause that's just where they from. Not a hundred percent, but majority. You know, they still got their haters because if they from there, they got the they got the people there that don't want them to succeed because they just haters. And everybody got that type of shit in their city. That's why most rappers when they make it out their city, they don't they don't stay. You feel me? They visit, but they move away because you know them haters. You feel me? And a good example of that is um Chinks drugs. You see how what happened to Chinks when he went back to Queens? They shot that nigga in his like near his neighborhood. You know, off the hate. Even Boosie, Lil Boosie said that in Louisiana. You know where they from? Baton Rouge. He was like, most rappers leave that shit because it's a lot of hate. Because it's like you feel me? If you hate off somebody. You know, I ain't trying to get off topic, but y'all y'all get what I'm saying though. But back to Wale. Wale was the first one from the DMV to really start the rapping shit. Cause as y'all know, we was a go-go city, you feel me? And it, it was just strictly go-go. The slow bounce, all that shit. I, I'm a big go-go head too. Like I love go-go. Everybody know that. Like I still crank every day to this day. You feel me? Like ain't that's just in my blood. I got older sisters and older cousins, and I got cousins that's 30 years old type shit, 40 years old. You feel me? It's just always hearing go-go. I'm a big-ass go-go head. I love go-go, and I, w- I really wish the go-go scene. I mean, you know, you come to Club One and AVA, you know, off the highway. Shout-out to them highway boys, too. Off the highway, you know, a lot of people be out there, too, out, out Club One. You know, they, they get that shit popping. You know, they got a go-go coming up this Friday, too, at Club One. And, you know, but as far as the whole go-go scene, it's dead now. Because a lot of these, uh, it's the, the rap scene came up. But that's why I'm saying Wale was the first rapper out the DMV to really blow up. But he doesn't really have the support of the whole DMV. Like, if you go to somebody, like, you fuck Wale, Wale, he cool, he cool. Reason being is because Wale is from D.C. He 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 was born in D.C., you feel me? But, and Wale, he my favorite artist, I ain't gonna lie. He my favorite artist, because he African, he from the DMV, I'm African from the DMV. I can relate to him more than most could, because he say a lot of shit that's relatable to my life. But, you know, Wale was born in D.C., and I guess he moved to Lago when he was 10. So, you know, like... A lot of niggas from the city, and the city, and, and D.C., bro, like, if you're really not from D.C., D.C., they not, you know, besides Q, like, you know, because Q fuck with niggas out the city type shit, so they vouch for Q, but if you ain't really out in the city type, like, niggas ain't gonna really fuck with you that much, you know, like, the city is different, like, D.C., D.C. niggas really think, like, if you ain't from D.C., you ain't shit for real. To DC niggas' eyes, I'll tell you a story. Like yesterday, I do construction on the side. I was working on this DC nigga type shit. And this, it, like, I fuck with DC niggas because they really don't give a fuck. They really don't give a fuck. Like, for anything they do, like, if it's like a crazy situation, they gonna be like, bro, you know where I'm from? Like, yo, DC niggas be feeling like they inferior because they from this city. Like, every city nigga. Think they like not every city, but like most city niggas, like when they leave this city, like they don't give a fuck because it's like DC, DC. You feel me? Everybody think they Wayne Perry or Spark is, and you don't know who Spark is, is that's a DC legend too. You feel me? Um, I'm from VA, but I know you feel me. I know a lot 
that most VA niggas probably don't know. Spock is, you know, Tank. You feel me? Them, them the old drug dealers from back in the day. But DC niggas, bro, like, they don't give a fuck, bro. They go, you know, as they sit on me, they, they situation, you know, they got them hoods out there for real. Even though gentrification tearing them down. But, you know, you know when you see a DC nigga from a PG nigga. You feel me? And it's like sometimes it be, it be, it be niggas from PG trying to claim. Like, I had a nigga, I was doing a, a security job. A security job. I was in this class, and you know we was it was here in VA. So they asked this one nigga. He was from PG. I found out at the end he really from PG. So he was there was they asked him in the class like, "Hey sir, where are you from?" This nigga said, "I'm from Southeast DC." In my head, I'm like, "Hold up, bro. Nobody just says it like that in the class. Like the way he said it, I kind of knew he was welling." Reason how I found out he was lying, cause later when somebody from DC asked him, "Hey, bro, since you from the city, you trying to give me a ride?" Cause I guess that nigga took the bus to um VA. The nigga was like, "Oh nah, bro, I live in PG. I'm from PG." I'm just like, "Bro, what the fuck?" So you coming out here to VA and try to try to act tough like you from the city to make us like, what you trying to intimidate us, bro? Even though this whole DMV shit is funny, like, we should just unify this shit, bro, for real. Like, like niggas need to come together on that type of shit, bro, because it's just like, damn, bro, we, we separated. And it's funny because even in D.C., up top, don't fuck with Southside. Like, it's just like, bro, even amongst each city, it's some shit. So, it's just like, we got to come together, bro, especially for this music shit. We got to get that shit together. But I'm over here all over the place. But what my, my main thing I was talking about with the music shit, because I was talking about Q. Q, he really, he a different type of artist. Because he was, last year, that nigga was just getting out from being locked up, facing up 10 years. And he came out and blew the fuck up. On some shit like that we ain't never seen before, type shit, you know. And before Q, Big Flock was really running it. Before Q, it was Flock. But for Q, everything, all the time, timing was timing really came great for him. His man Shabazz, everybody know about Shabazz, PBG, all that. He was up top too, but his worth ethic. I'm going to tell you a little story about Shabazz. Shout out to Lincoln University, LU, graduate in May. This nigga Shabazz, we booked this nigga for homecoming, right? We booked this nigga for homecoming. So this nigga Shabazz, he came, right? He came to this shit. Because how it works for our school, when you when they book an artist for homecoming, they give you the money for pairing, and then they give you the other half of your money for actually performing. So this this nigga Shabazz go come to our school. And he came to our school and got the money for showing up, of course. And then the nigga had the audacity not to perform because he expected DJ to already have all his songs ready. My nigga, what? And mind you, my school, Lincoln University, is in Pennsylvania. It's more than like 45 minutes to Philly. So it's like, hey, bruh. And this was back in October, so it was just like, alright, bro, like, I know you was buzzing a little bit in the area, but don't expect a fucking out-of-town DJ to have your shit ready, bro. Like, you have to have your shit. So this thing ended up not performing, and then took the money in our gym. 
He took the picture of the money he got for appearing and, and was flashing it. Talking about he getting his bread. But nigga never performed. And that's real fucked up, Shabazz. Because there's a lot of niggas that paid to see you. Not a lot. A few. A lot of people came to see other motherfuckers. But a few niggas can't pay their bread to see you. You know? And niggas came from, you know, Maryland, PG, you know, the city, whoop de woo to come see you. from To Lincoln. And you just showed up and then performed. Luckily, Glizzy came through, and he turned that bitch up. Shout out Glizzy. He came up, turned that bitch up. But Shabazz, he ain't he ain't performed. He just sat there and chose not to perform. So that's why when QB saying certain shit in songs about these niggas, they see the vision, and, you know, and this ain't my beat, you know. This ain't, I ain't trying to disrespect nobody. But for Shabazz, your work ethic, bro, that's why you, you where you at now, bro. Like, real rap, real shit, bro. Because it's like, young, if you were supposed to perform, bro, and you up and coming, when you up and coming, that's when you really supposed to really show out. Like, I right, let me take this shit serious and and really try to really try to uh, get the performance right, basically. But he ain't even do that. He ain't perform. So back to what I was saying, though, for Q, I really feel like, you know, he really and he put in he put in the work, too. Cuz put in the work, bro, because he was dropping shit like every other week. He was dropping tapes. He really did put in the work more than any other artist. He didn't get complacent at where he was at. He really worked for what he got for a nigga that was locked up, you know, and he was with Shabazz before he got locked up. They was part of PBG. You know, we already know for those that don't know, you know, they was together. But you see what happens. And at one point to, to a lot, Shabazz was bigger than Q at one point. But you see how tables turn, huh? That tables turn quick. You feel me? Because Shabazz, once Q got lost, Shabazz just got complacent, you know. He dropped some tapes, but, I mean, they wasn't really, you know, like Curve Service too. Like, I don't know, you know. You know, so it is what it is. But before Q, Flock got locked, Flock got locked up. And it's going to be interesting when Flock come out because Flock... He fucked with Gunu and them. You know, he even shouted out Gunu in a couple songs. He fucked with Gunu and them. And even that tweet, talking about something he don't, the Foot Soldiers tweet, you know. So, when Flock get out, it's going to be interesting how shit turn out. But, as far as right now, bro, of course, bro, Q running it right now. No disrespect to no other artists out there. No disrespect to y'all. But, we just got to be truthful the matter of him, Q running it right now. Shout out to Rico Nasty, she doing it too. She she doing her shit too. I uh, think about the DMV artists. What's real fucked up? A lot of them got more buzz outside the DMV than in the DMV. Like for instance, Will the rapper, he signed, but he don't have as much buzz in the DMV to, than he do in other states. Last time I was in New York and they played him on the radio. You feel me? They play they play him on the radio. I was like, oh shit. You know, I heard pull up pop out. Of course that shit old as shit, but to some people it's new. But yeah, they played him. But as far as the DMV right now, Q Q like the head of that right now. For Fat Trail and Glizzy, they in a whole different class that I would like put them as. You know, they in a whole different like they in a whole different league. But as far as locally, yeah, Q got that. 
right now. You know, Glizzy, he made it. So, I don't really put him, you know, he's on a different level. You know, Trail, you know, he ran it. You know, 2000, the Slutty Boy shit, 2012 shit, 2013. Like, he really did run that shit, too. He ran that music shit. Dude, uh, you know, I ain't, I ain't hear from Dude Baby, uh, Boosted the Shooter. I ain't hear from them P. Wild. I ain't hear from them niggas in a minute. Trail, like, I don't know. I don't know if they, I mean, what what's going on with that. But, I mean, Trail's still dropping some shit. You know, he's still dropping some shit. Trying to get back up there. You know, it's going to take him some time. You know, he I, I feel like he, he enjoying life more so than really focus on the music. Because, you know, he, he was locked up. You know, he been out for some time, though. But, you know, so. And then, um. Yeah, but right now, I say Q running it right now. There's other artists out there that's trying to get their shit up and going and shit. I can't forget about VA, too. You know, we got a few niggas out here, too. You know, the highway, I see them doing their shit. Freaky Flash, he he doing his shit. You know, uh, you know, few the few that's doing their shit. I ain't, you know, that this ain't really my... My my shit to do, you know. That's why we got DMV Hoods and News. He does the music shit. This is a podcast. It's a whole different thing. But you know, my area as far as the DMV, I mean, we moving somewhat, but we still we still need to progress a little more, bro. Like you know, a lot of artists is either dying or getting locked. So it's just we got to be unified out here, bro. Like for real, like off off no hating shit. You feel me, like. That's just that's just how I gotta be. Like I just wanna see us, you know, I feel like if we could come together, we could take over the music shit like the Atlanta shit. Like we kinda different than most cities though, cause we have our own culture. If you come to the DMV and hear how we talk in our slang and how we act, you kinda think you're in a whole different world cause we not like most. Mumbo sauce, like not like before I left the DMV, I thought everybody had mumbo sauce. I was out, uh, Philly, I'm like, y'all don't got mumbo sauce, they like, what's that, you feel me, like, you know, we got that culture, but we gotta bring that culture back, you know, like, it feel like a lot of people trying to be, like, a lot of D&D artists trying to be, like, Atlanta artists, or, or, or Atlanta artists, Atlanta artists, or, or Chicago artists, but niggas ain't really, you know, trying to put on for the D&B for real, you feel me, so, I just feel like we need to move in a different direct, like, we in the right direction, don't get me wrong, we all, but it's more that needs to be done, you know, radio stations, they gotta play more of our music on the radio, 93.9, 95.5, I'm talking to y'all, like, y'all gotta play more of our music, and, and, and get artists out there, and have more artists interviewed out there, so we could get our artists out in the world, cause if you listen to the radio, they don't play too many of our artists like that, like, you rarely hear it. Like, we got a lot of talent out here. You feel me? There's a lot of talent out here that, that you feel me? But as for the talent, y'all got to put in the work, too. Y'all got to be dedicated. I know it's hard. Like, y'all got one foot in the streets, one street, one foot in the music. But y'all got to fully be focused if y'all trying to get to that next level. Like, I know it's harder said than done because you're a product of your environment. But at the same time, man... You, you trying to make it out that environment. So, it's just like, y'all, y'all got to take that music serious out here. We got a lot of talent. I feel like if if, if we have more collaborations and more, more togetherness as a whole, 
we could get this shit jumping, man. But it, all this beef shit, all this, all this bullshit. Once they see one man shine and they want to diss him and they hate because they not up there. It's like, hey, bro, be happy that that man is making it. That's why I'm happy for Q. Because Q really like me from my past and knowing going through what I've gone through to get here. Like seeing how Q was locked up, you know. Dropped out of high school, couldn't read, like, seeing how the odds was against him, and he they, he's doing what he's doing. Like, that's the type of shit that motivate me to get on my shit. DB Hoods and News, he got his platform, trying to get it up. Like, that's just all we trying to do. Everybody trying to get their platform up. It's just we need the support. It's not enough support. A lot of niggas, they rather hate than support. It's just we need to support one another to get this shit up. I ain't trying to sound like a preaching ass motherfucker because I don't be liking that shit. But it's just real shit. We got to get that shit jumping, man. Get the city, the DMV unified. Not no DM, not DC, not oh, just PG, not not just BA. The whole DMV, bro, because that's all we got, bro. Real shit. We want culture for real. Even though we got different ways of life in each specific region. But at the same time, we just got to hold come together as one man but i think that's all i got to say and you know you feel me like comment subscribe let me know what y'all think man and you know like i said appreciate y'all for listening is what like 40 minutes i've been talking so if you listen to this whole 40 minutes i fucks with you good looks because there's a lot of people that probably listen to this whole jump but man just keep keep looking out, man. We gonna keep getting these these episodes out. You know, I've been slow with it. You know, I've been looking for jobs and shit. Been busy and whatnot. You know, and been working too. So I'm, I'm gonna keep getting these episodes out because I know some people that really do fuck with the podcast shit though. But we gonna get that coming. But you know, holla at your boy, man. We out. Peace.